The following podcast is a production of The Network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. What's going on, everybody? I'm The Nightmare. And I'm Rotten Jack. And this This is Common Common Debauchery. Common Debauchery may contain mature subject matter and is intended for adult audiences only. Listener discretion is advised. Common Debauchery fans, let me talk to you. You got The Nightmare here joining me again, Rotten Jack. It is back to a duo episode, hanging out in the gay Raj of the Sawyer Station, Bench and Brew. I just think it's weird you named your garage something weird. It's, I mean, it's not just a garage. Yeah, You can bench and there's brews. Yeah. And there's comfy-ass couches to watch sports. I mean, this is true. It's a destination. It's a Sawyer Street Polish patio is what it is. <laughs> Unattached garage of the Polish patio. Don't knock it till you try it at home, boy. There's nothing wrong with a good Polish patio. I got more TVs in my garage than some people have in their house. I mean, that's fair. <laughs> uh, so what's going on, man? How you been? Oh, we're tired today, bud. Yeah, it sure sounds that way. We uh, we definitely we do, so we have we have the audio thing figured out. Yeah, because except my microphone doesn't want to stay up, which is cool. Because that's really not annoying at all. <laughs> so dumb. Just pause. Yeah. Okay, now we have all the audio stuff figured out. My microphone stand should be locked. We should be fine. Why don't you just edit that part out? I'm not going to. It's common debauchery. It's not meant to be professional. Oh, boy. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, what's, uh, you know, we, we missed a week. It happens sometimes. Again. Not a professional podcast. It's summer. We have shit to do. Yeah. This week, I don't have anything to do. Yeah. I, I don't have anything this week either, honestly. I like. I just, I left my trainers. I came home, and here we are. Like, I have nothing planned tomorrow. Nothing planned Wednesday or Thursday. Oh, no. I have a ball game tomorrow night and a ball game Friday night. Weather pending, obviously. I have a new video game. Ooh, what you playing? I mean, you know how big of a fan of Dungeons & Dragons I am. D&D. Yes. Uh, it's Dynamite. That's where I was going with that. Thank you for yeah. picking it up. Um, they just released a game called Baldur's Gate 3. Ooh. That is based on everything for Dungeons & Dragons. So is, it, ba- is Baldur's Gate a city in Dungeons & Dragons? Okay. I didn't realize, because I know, obviously I've heard of Baldur's Gate. I just yep. never knew it was. Yeah. So it's literally. The D&D franchise. A video game. Of D&D. So, how is that different from, like, World of Warcraft? Um, I guess it would be slightly similar. Um, but, like, you know how, like, when I, we play D&D, like, I would be like, all right, roll me whatever checks, like, stuff like that, right? Yeah. You have to do that in the video game, too. Oh. So, like, you get like you get to walk up and be like, I'm going to do this. It'll be like, roll X. Yeah, like, okay. like if you want to try to persuade someone, okay, roll. All right, and like everything is based off of Dungeons and Dragons, like all the classes you can play as. Like it's literally, it's fucking heaven so far. That that's cool. Yeah, I mean, I know D and D is your jam. Um, I played it with you once, kind of. Yeah, and. It like it, it had its it had its moments, but it also like had its moments. Uh, I think it was the the two the, out of the three others that you were playing with, probably. Uh, yeah, yeah, but yeah, no, I could see that being fun in video game form, or like I would like to see, like, give me a video game form where like you can link up with people, and like you could be the DM, and then like four of us play. And like we move our characters and do things, and like they're working on it. That uh, yeah, that I'm in for. They're working on that. Like, I'm I'm dun- way like in Wizards for that. of the Coast Dungeons and Dragons is literally working on their own virtual tabletop. That is Again, basically cool. going to be like that. I'm that I might that I might be in for. Mm-hmm. My next video game venture is I'm trying to get a few people together to do a connected Madden franchise. Mm. So like. We the way I'm going to work it is I'm going to have no more than eight people. It's going to be random draw for who 
like I'm going to have two randomizer wheels with the with the eight names and the eight, eight divisions. Mm-hmm. So like you're going to roll it and like okay, Gene gets the NFC East, and you can pick any of the four teams in the NFC East, mm-hmm. and then Jaws gets the AFC West, and I can pick Listen, any. Man, can you just rig it so I have AFC North? No, fuck you. I mean, do you? What would you be interested in playing in it? Consi- uh, yeah, I wouldn't be because like these, to it. the the idea is basically going to be like once a like you have to play your game once a week. Mm-hmm. You have a set like till a set time to to play your game for the week. If everyone plays, we can move everything forward, and then you have like more time to play the next week and stuff like that. Because right, obviously, right, the weeks right. that you have to play against somebody. But the reason we're not going to have two teams in the same division is like. Setting then up, you tw- gotta do twice a year. Twice a year, yeah. Where like you may not play everybody until like you may not play somebody till the playoffs. Yeah, like and then obviously the playoffs are going to be a little bit different with having to set up times to play each other, but that's going to be part of the fun. So like, right now Austin said he was in. Post said he was in, and I would consider it. Like I, I'm going to ask Taylor. I don't, I don't know if I really want to spend the money and buy Madden this year though. Like, that's fair. And if I do, it's going to be way late, yeah. like when it goes on sale, just because I got I just got this game, and then there's another game coming out at the beginning of September. That's fair. Yeah, like I, said, I mean, I'm going to offer it to a, to a few yeah. people. I mean, if there's only four, it actually makes it easier. Like, yeah, because got to make sure everyone's got a PS5 though. Well, they all do. Everyone I've asked so far does. Oh, okay. So, um, but yeah, it's like that'll and like that'll be fun. I've always wanted to do that. And then like, you know, do you do you do the thing where like, okay, I'm gonna all right, I just took, like, I, I'm, i I don't know. I'm the 49ers. Right. And I, I send my next three first-round picks and take and get Josh Allen from the Bills. Like, are you willing to, to forego your next th- first three picks to, like, to just solidify that team as a whole? That'd be fun. <laughs> like yeah, be, but if you're only playing one season, who gives a shit? Right, and like that's the thing is like if we get more than one season in, like now you're like oh, okay, but like do you sell it to win and have the best team on paper or and like I'm I want to set the slider so you can't just like rig trades, right? You know, because um, that was always th- that, that was a fun thing we used to do when we were younger is we would do a Madden tournament, yeah, yeah, yeah. where you had to pick any team like under I think it was like under an 89 overall. And then you could pick five players from any team that weren't that somebody didn't pick. Mm-hmm. So like, I I liked running the football, so I would take the uh, the Vikings with Adrian Peterson all the time. Mm-hmm. And then I would give myself a better quarterback. Although the years that they had Brett Favre, I didn't need the quarterback, so I'd give myself like a solid tight end, two top end receivers, and yeah. bolster my defense. Like. But you did it to how you played, and it was a lot of fun. Obviously, we can't do that in the newer games because it's not as free willy-nilly. Right. But, like, you do a franchise in the older games, and all of a sudden you're like, hey, I'm the Bills, and we look like the AFC Pro Bowl team. Yeah. Like, and at that point, like, well, it's not fun. No. Like, no shit, your number five receiver has 500 yards a game. Like, Chad Johnson's your number five in his prime. Knock it off. Yeah. <laughs> that you're not good. You just have a talented team because the trades were easy. Yeah, like I'm not. I'm not trying to have it I'm be sorry, like that. Like, like you're throwing for a thousand yards a game. Like what the fuck? Yeah, I'm not trying to have it be like that. Like I want it to be a little bit more realistic. Like have it be challenging. Like maybe you don't win. Like maybe you don't beat the computer every single time. Like play on a harder difficulty. Like play each other. Have to earn it. Kind of thing. I, th- I think it would be fun. Plus, it's an excuse to like hang out with and talk uh, to people. Once I'll a tell week. you right now, if you make me play on anything harder than like pro, <laughs> I'm not in. <laughs> I think we would probably do all pro, Dude, which is like the standard. I throw like 10 interceptions a game on pro. Well, you got to learn how to play the game then. Whatever. But. Fuck a Jamar Chase out there somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Joey Bag of Donuts philosophy. Yeah. Yeah, maybe maybe in week five. Yeah. That sucks. Talk about it. That sucks. At least it's only a calf strain. Yeah. Yeah, the way he went, like the way he hopped off the field, like I was like, "Oh, that looks like an Achilles. That's not good." Yeah. But that's also why they're like, "Don't come back too soon," because if it is an Achilles, and like if it was an Achilles now, we have you for la- like for next season. If it's an Achilles in week seven, we're gonna miss you for most of next year too. Yeah. Like. 
Yeah, they don't think it is. I, I do think it's funny, like, the Bengals put out a, a tweet. They're like, stop sending us, uh, like, emails and comments about you'll sacrifice your calf for Joey B. That's not how this works. <laughs> yeah, I, like, I mean, he makes that offense click. Yeah. Like, and it's funny because, like, Jamar Chase, you know, came out and said, like, I told him, like, week five, we don't need you before. Like, be, be healthy, be 100%. Come back in week five, we'll be fine. Mm-hmm. And that division may be competitive, competitive, competitive enough. Wow, good mouth words, Jesus. Um, that division might be competitive enough that, like, go if you go zero and five to start the season, you're fighting an uphill battle. I don't even think they'll go zero and five though. Question one: Who is their backup? Um, that I don't even know. We're going to ask the internet. I know they were talking about signing. They, I know they were working out a couple of XFL guys. Or USFL. Trevor Simeon. Yeah. Then Jake Browning and Reed Sinet. And then question two is who do they play in the first five weeks? I don't know. If you guys can, couldn't tell, it's going to be a, a potluck conversation. Week one Browns game. Win. I mean, yeah. Easy they, win. They, they should. But again, without your starting quarterback. like Win. That, it's that, the Browns. That, win. That defense is solid. Win. Like, that defense doesn't suck. Win. Then the Ravens. Win. No. Yeah. No, you, I don't think you beat the Ravens without him. No. Then the Rams. I'll give Three you. And I'll give you that one. I'll give you. A, I'll give you a win there. Three and O. Titans. Four and O. Cardinals. <laughs> five and O. Dude, no shot. You go five and O with Trevor Simeon with two division games. All right, not a snowball chance. Drop, in I'll hell. drop one. You go four and one. No, you're going three and two if you're lucky. Nah, four and one. Again, you're going three and two if you're lucky. Not a chance. Four and one. I'm calling it now. Okay, so you're basically saying that. The Bengals are so good they that that Joey that Joey B does not make the Bengals good. No, I'm saying that the Browns and the Ravens fucking suck. I mean, the Ravens, you're gonna at least be dealing with healthy Lamar Jackson. Okay. And a the team that's built their defense for three seasons to try to stop people from scoring because they can't win from behind. Four and one at worst. <sighs> I'm willing to put money on this with you. How much you want to put on it? Okay. You want to you want to like gentlemen's bet at like five bucks? No, no. Let's do something more interesting. Let's do like five bucks is like yeah, fuck it, whatever. Dinner of your choosing to the winner. Is in like out at a restaurant or home cooked? I don't cook well, so you don't want that. But, like, I mean, it could be takeout. It could be out to a restaurant. Like, Fair. We'll bet dinner on it. Okay. So uh, if Joe Burrow misses time, we're going to go sub 500 or above 500? Above 500. Okay. I'm t- I'll take sub 500. So if, they miss, if he misses time. So if he misses two weeks and they go one and one, it's a push. Yep. If he misses three, they go, he goes, obviously, it's two and one or one and two. Yep. Okay. All right, here we go. First ever common debauchery sports bet live on air. Well, not live. You, we're not. You're listening to us on a recording, but that's beside the point. Well, that was a fun I'm not, twist. I'm not saying they're not going to be uphill battles without Burrow, but I think the receiving core and the running backs are good enough that you can get by for a couple weeks without them and still win. Uh, okay, so true or false, Joe Burrow is better than Tua Tagovailoa. Uh, 100%. Tua Tagovailoa got hurt, and what did the Dolphins do? Had shit backups. Trevor Simeon. Was not Trevor Simeon. No, that's who you have. Yes. Not good. Jacoby Brissett greater than Trevor Simeon. Doesn't matter. Yes, it does. No, it doesn't. Yes, it does, because honestly, the, the top two in Miami... 
as at least as good as the top two. Yeah. In and, and Cincinnati. the Bills are going to the Super Bowl this year. Okay, I'm sorry. You so you're telling me that Hill and Waddle are not a top tier duo in the NFL. I'm not. I'm not saying that at all. So what are you saying? I'm I'm just trying to wrap my head around this this thought process here, bud. Because you're telling me, how that- about you just let me have my irrational <laughs> fandom and shut the fuck up about it? I am a sports podcaster at heart. That's what I do. Yeah, let me just, just let me have my fucking sports fandom, just like the, all the Dallas Cowboys. Like we them boys, this is our year, and then they get fucking slapped for ten losses. I don't know if it's ten losses, but it's 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 push. It's like pushing five hundred. But oh man, so you know what we did the other day? That breakfast was delicious. Ah, that breakfast was delicious. Holy oh! I, at this point, I don't even care if we ever go to wild. Uh, Campfire. No, like, camp campfire is very good too. Try and like their their gravy is good also. You have to try both, man. I I am a big fan of both. Uh, all right, when are we gonna do campfire then? Not this weekend. We're at the cabin. The weekend after? Sure. Right. Um, that's got to be an early one though, like because because yeah. you're waiting an hour if if you're if you're not well, going yeah, before nine. We kind of just at the last minute. Yeah, like if you if you're not going by like nine, you're fucking waiting. Yeah. So, um. No, like, or, I mean, we can always eat, order in yeah. <laughs> one day, too. Like, uh, the move there is the breakfast garbage plate. That's sold. So it's a pancake, uh-huh. a piece of French toast, uh-huh. camper potatoes, uh-huh. or, um, hollandaise sauce, uh-huh. gravy, yep. cheese, yep. and syrup. With, with, like, with no meat? Uh, scrambled eggs. Oh, uh, then there might, there's uh, there's probably bacon and shit. Like I'm like there's got to you gotta it, go it's like just throw a ba- bacon. Like I understand there's like there's sausage in the gravy. So like okay, but I'm pretty sure there's bacon in it. There that that sausage in the gravy can't be the only like meat on there. No, I'm pretty sure there's bacon like crumbled into it, but it's really fucking good. Oh, sold. Yeah. Although That's, those hash browns with the chorizo in them yesterday were no joke. I I have never had anything. But the lumberjack waffle, unless I had the lumberjack waffle with another waffle on top of it, buddy. Like those were so good. Like if I could have just like a plate full of just those hash browns with the chorizo, I would do it. I support this. I mean, it looks really good, and I've I've seen other people order it, and I'm like, hell yeah, fuck yeah, mm-hmm. but. I've just I go there. We go there so little, right? That it like, and it's a cheat day thing for me, right? That like, that's what I want. I want my waffle with sure, yeah, you know. nothing wrong with that. But you know what? Uh, you know what? Allie and I did before that. No, we the night before we were at a tattoo convention. Oh yeah, we did talk about this. Um, you want to talk about people watching gold? This was like a microchasm of the Erie County Fair. This was yeah. this this rivaled like some people from Walmart postings. Yeah. The most interesting person I saw there. And we'll talk about some other ones and we'll we'll get into like other interesting and weird people we've seen places potentially, if you can think of any. Um I'm sure you get a, a, some solid people watching like in the village every once in a while. There was not, a, not as not as much as you would think, though. There was a girl who I don't know why she was there or who she was with. You would, probably would have fallen in love. Um, all black, everything, like cut off jean shorts, uh-huh. fishnets, yep. like the platform. Yep. You don't even got to go any further. Uh, the platform black boots. Yep. So like the platforms that are like five, yep. in, like three inches. Um, had your standard like goth chick. Long sleeve zip up hoodie, uh huh, like blue or green or weird fucking colored hair. But the weird part was her face was painted ghost fucking white with jet black lipstick. Her eyebrows and stuff were like fake black too, mm-hmm. and she had like weird contacts in, and she just like stood there with like this group she was with and just like. Looked like she was uncomfortable to be in public. Yeah, see, 
you had me with everything until it was like the liquid paper white face. Like, I love me a goth girl. I love the dark hair or the colored hair, the fishnets, all of that. The, the black lipstick or dark lipstick, dark eye makeup. Sure. Absolutely. If you are like that, please DM me. But I kind of draw the line at like when they like, unless you're just naturally that pale. She was not. If <laughs> you're, like if you're naturally pale like that, absolutely. Cool. I, I'm all for it. If you literally like put so much like white foundation on your face that your face is just as white as a sheet of paper, I'm not, I'm not into that. No, she, I mean, and like it went like down her neck and stuff too, but like. She was like crow sting white face paint. Yeah. Like, I, and I wanted to, I would love at some point to look at one of these people and be like, why? Like, what's, I, and like, listen, I'm all for you have your style, do your thing. Right. And like, if this was a convention, the only thing that I thought of was when we talked about this, that they had like the, uh, like a photo op thing with a couple props from sure. Seven Gates Haunted House or whatever. And like, if you were a representative from there. But like sure. we we walked by, I I didn't see a single person. Like they they had like some flyers out on a table with three props you could take a picture in front of. Like mm-hmm. there was nobody promoting it. There was no. It was just a thing you could see and take a picture with. So I don't know if that was the case with that. But like nobody else was dressed that way. Nobody, and there were again some weird weird fucking people. And, and she I, was probably one of the less weird fucking people too. Uh, she definitely stood out, but I mean, you know, we we're talking people that you see walking alone and you're like, I bet you have to go a lot of places alone because you don't look like you talk to many people. Right. But like this girl was with friends and looked like she didn't want to be with friends. Yeah. Like, I, like, are you, is this like zombie chic? Like, what are we doing here? Yeah. I don't get the whole, like, make your face that white, like. And if you're going to dress like that, why do you look miserable to be seen? I like I just have I a lot of know. questions. I have a lot of questions. I we need to interview one of these people. We need to find them and talk to them. Cuz like and it's one thing when you look on TikTok and you see the people with like the face paint doing a character and sure. like yeah. You know, lip syncing whatever the no, like whatever the the thing is, but like yeah, yeah. the sound, sound is what I'm looking for. Yeah. Um like that's one thing, but I mean, so just randomly, like, oh, I'm gonna go out in public, and gonna we're gonna go have dinner, a couple drinks, go to the tattoo convention. Sure, yeah. I don't know. Some people just have very odd makeup style choices. Sure, I mean, I, you I'm, know, I'm here their for own. it, but you know, I, I, I do, I really do try not to judge. I mean, yeah, I just it was weird. Sometimes you just look at someone like. You're not even judging them. You're just like, but why? Yeah. I I also there there was a phenomenon that I saw, and it's that this dude had this really really cool like. It was almost like an Egyptian looking tattoo, but it was a Medusa, and it was a full back piece. It was mm, really nice. fucking cool, and he was this squirrely little spit fuck. And so he like had his shirt off to go to like, to walk up, and I he was right in front of us. And I looked at Alley Cat. I was like, "That looks fucking awesome." And she's like, "Yeah, it makes my Medusa look like shit." I'm like, "No, it doesn't. It's a different fucking style." Like, yeah, just because his is cool doesn't mean yours is not. Like, it's right. a completely different fucking feel. And so he goes up there, takes his shirt off, and I'm thinking to myself, "Here's a dude. Like, there's two types of people that could have these like the tattoos that this guy has." This squirrely little spitfuck that just has these cool-looking tattoos. Mm-hmm. Or you have to be, like, built like a shithouse fucking MMA fighter. Yeah. And nothing in between. Yeah, me or you can't pull them off. I mean, like, your average run-of-the-mill person couldn't pull them off. No. I mean, like, he had this, like, his one-arm sleeve looked like ripped flesh with like showing muscle tendon all the way down his arm it was like so it was like mostly muscle tendon but like the ripped flesh was like really well done around it kind of thing 
uh, but like didn't have like ripped arms, was not in any kind of shape. He was kind of just bleh. Yeah. But like he's probably that weird art, like really artsy dude. Yeah, that, exactly. Like paints uh, Warhammer shit like to look really, really cool and stuff. And like it, it's just a, it's such a weird thing to see like the tattoos that people choose because there's ones like that. You're like, that's just this random dude that pulls that off for no fucking reason, right? And then there's this weird guy like, hey man, why'd you get Ned Flanders tattooed under your armpit? Right. True story. That was the thing. Jesus. I sometimes wonder wonder about my brother's back tattoo. For whatever reason, my brother has a humongous, like Native American Indian, like face with headdress on his back. Like it covers his entire back. Really? I I have no idea why. I mean, again, teach their own. I mean, it looks awesome, but I'm just like, why? We're Polish. Pourquoi? We're fucking Polish, bud. Right. Like, what are you doing? No, I I agree with that. Like, I I went to high school with a kid, and quite frankly, I haven't spoken to him since we stopped playing football together in high school. Uh, couldn't tell you if he'd ever even hear this, but he has, like, obviously, so we played for Lancaster. So back in the day, we were the Redskins. And our senior year, he got a Native American... It looked like a band. There, if you can zoom in on that picture and you can see it. There you go. Yeah, that's like it's a nice tattoo, but I'm yeah, like, it's but why? But it's off brand. But yeah, whatever. So like this dude got like a Native American, like it looked like it would have been like an armband or a leg band with feathers hanging off it. And on one end, I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. Like you know, we're the Redskins, blah blah blah, whatever. But now I sit back and think, like, okay. I like at one point I thought about doing some type of like meaningful high school tattoo. I am glad I did not. One, they don't call them that anymore. Mm-hmm. And two, like uh, at thirty-five, I'm sitting here going like, it was a fun time. There was a point that I wanted to do like a tattoo, like like tattoo my like my thigh or my calf with like sectional titles that we won. When I was coaching there. Yeah. And like, just do like something small and then like, you could just keep adding to it. And then I was like, and we, we won the first one. I was like, oh my God, I want to do that so bad. Like, this is so huge. Then we won four more and you're like, I mean, it's cool, but kind of expected now. Like maybe a state title would be different. So, like, and, and again, in hindsight, I'm glad I didn't do it. I'm glad I was pissed broke at the time and couldn't afford it. I Yeah. I don't get people who tattoo like their high school logos or shit like that on them and like so one of my co-hosts on hats stats and stats bold claim ben did like a snarling wildcat like it's not it's not his high school logo right it's a realistic looking cat and then he plans on i believe doing like a saxon and like, so just kind of like the part of his sleeve, part of like a big part of who he is. Like, right. I mean, but we're also talking about a kid who like went, like there are pictures in Depew high school, like programs of him being like the ball boy when he was four yeah. with like a blue, like Mohawk. And like he made, he made his own like paper mache wildcat mascot head at one point was wearing it around. Like he was just like, he was a big fan of his big brother playing football. Like grew up. His dad was coaching the team. Like he, like it was, it's a big part of who he is, you know? Um, I I just like nothing against it. I don't get it. I fucking hated my time in high school and I have wanted nothing to do with that place since I left. And that's another one of those, like to each their own. Like obviously everyone's high school career is different, but, I mean, I didn't hate mine, but I am glad I don't have my a tattoo. My goal in life is to become a billionaire and then have my high school call me looking for donations just so I could fucking laugh at them. I think you're behind. Start playing a lotto. Well, I mean, it's never too late. Invest in Bitcoin. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> we were all so stupid. Oh, God. Could you imagine? Uh. Like, 
2011, you could get Bitcoin for less than a dollar. Less than a penny. Could you imagine if at that point we would have taken one of our, just just one of our paychecks. Yeah, and just threw a flyer at it. And just because we're living at home, we got nothing, no bills to really even, pay for. Even half a paycheck, like just Fuck like, it, like you 500 throw, bucks. You threw 1200 bucks at Bitcoin back then when you could get it for pennies. We would never have to work a day in our fucking life. No. Because, well, I mean, you'd be a hundred millionaire at that point. You'd be close to a billionaire, yeah. yeah. Multi-hundreds of millions of dollars. Ugh, that makes me sick. And, like, when people were hyping about it, I'm like, you know, thought I was smarter than smarter than the world. This is stupid. Like, And I still think Bitcoin is stupid. I don't understand it. But I, I wish I had some. And, like, at the same token, not like, so there's... There's guys in the NFL. Oh, Odell who, fucked himself. Who like took their signing bonus in Bitcoin? Yeah, he wanted what? Like it was like ten million. He wanted no. Odell wanted his entire contract in Bitcoin. He definitely he had bare minimum, but it was like signed his like, whatever it was. It was, his it, was like, it was like bonus. ten million. He wanted converted into Bitcoin, and that ten million is worth like six now or something it's, like that. It's not that high, like his, like it wasn't like a, it, right. It, it it was it was legitimately like a two and a half million dollar signing bonus or something. Yeah, whatever it was, and but it's worth about half. It it's worth like nine hundred and sixty seven k now. Yeah, like so it's a it, it like oh two hundred and five again. Great, I'm gonna buy this Bitcoin, and if it jumps, great. But I mean, how much is Bitcoin gonna continue to jump? At it's some been point, on the downslide for a long time now. Right. And like at some point, I mean, I tried jumping on the Doge train. Yeah. Didn't work. Stupid. I was hoping. Going to ride Doge to the moon. All the way to the moon. Going to retire. Retire from Doge. Uh, uh, one of my favorite things is I saw a post that someone put up. There was some gaming tournament for like Quake or something back in the day. And like. First prize was like a thousand dollars. Second prize was five hundred. Third place was like two fifty, and then fourth place, fourth through eighth place, got twenty five Bitcoin each. <laughs> this was back when Bitcoin yeah, was, it was worth piss, right? And people were probably like, "This is stupid," right? Exactly. Stupid. Like, how many people do you think like either hung on to it, just like whatever? What am I going to do with this shit? And all of a sudden they're like, <laughs> this is better than winning. Right. And other people are like, I don't know, man, you fucking want this shit? And like gave, gave it to it someone. Away. Yeah. Or threw it out. Yeah. I, I, can you throw out Bitcoin? I don't, I don't even fucking know. know how it works. I understand nothing. <sighs> I want to like take the money that I have in the state retirement and have somebody who's good with stocks and shit just invest it for me. Yeah. I'm probably actually going to do that after the wedding, but I also don't want to pull that out quite I yet. I mean, one of my clients, well, two of my clients are finance guys. Yeah, my parents got one. Her parents go, well, there's finance guys all over the place. Eh, just don't use your sister. You'll end up owing a shit ton of money on your taxes. Yeah, that only happened twice. <laughs> well, technically, and okay, to her, to her defense, one of those times was my fault. The other time was still my fault, but I ended up owing more money after the fact because she misfiled something for me. So that's why I pay a fucking guy now. Whoopsie daisy. And sometimes you just got to pay a guy. I also have like nine W-2s come in every year. So yeah, I have way too many jobs. It's so stupid. Why do I have yeah. so many jobs? I don't fucking know. Somebody pay me to be a podcaster. I'm way better at this than I am at life. As long as I put the input in the right way on... Yeah. Audacity. Maybe if we can go a year without that happening, we can talk about paying you for a podcast. Shut up. Nobody asked you. <laughs> hey, did you see uh, women's soccer lost? It warmed my heart to see. You know, I laughed because I'm sitting here and I saw videos get posted. I'm a big proponent of like, I mean, everyone likes to win, right? Like winning is fun. 
But hating to lose is a completely different thing. Right. And I'm sitting here watching highlights of the women's national soccer team. They tied somebody. It was 0-0. Right. Like, first off, what a waste of fucking time. If I want, if I bought tickets to a game, I like if I bought tickets to the Bills Jags game that ended nine to six two years ago, yeah, I would be pissed. I would want my fucking money back. If I paid money to go watch a like an international World Cup soccer match that ended zero zero with one of the two teams being so heavily favored, it was insane. Yeah, I'd be fucking livid. I would probably hate, like, I would probably never watch that sport again. It, it warmed my heart even more to see that it was Megan Rapino. Yeah, with her. That, that, I mean, that, that field, was the that one that field lost goal, it for him. That field goal was good from 50. I, yeah. The problem is it's supposed to go under the bar in that game. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, <laughs> like, I just, like, I don't, I don't care for the women's soccer team because of all the bullshit they've done in the last few years, like crying about the money they were making or not making, not understanding that you're not getting paid like the men because your sport doesn't bring in the money like the men's sport. So the interesting... But then U.S. soccer offered them the same deal as what the men have, and they opted that they didn't want that deal. They wanted, you know, a different deal. USA Soccer gave them the different deal, and then they realized, oh, shit, we would have made so much more money getting the same deal as the men's team that they offered us, and then tried to fucking sue USA Soccer to get the other deal. The judge just kind of laughed at them. And like, the stupid part about the whole thing was, in, in a microchasm, when you look at it like U.S. men's team versus U.S. women's team, yes, like there yeah. is a... But the problem is, US, like the U.S. men's team gets paid for international play and US or like national international men's soccer blows international women's soccer out of the water yeah. and that's where the, the big discrepancy came yeah. from but again like they like you know they the the big dispute was over like the homes like the whole, the stuff at home jersey sales uh ticket sales like yeah. like championship winning stuff like that and you're they ended they did end up screwing themselves and I'm we're not going to dive into all of that and like everything else that can lead down that road. Right. But one of my biggest things was to watch this team tie. Yeah. Like 0-0 zero, zero tie against a team they probably should have beat every time they play them. Mm-hmm. And after the game, they're smiling, they're laughing, they're taking selfies with the crowd, yeah. they're dicking around on the field, they're playing fucking grab ass. You just got eliminated like, from an international competition. Well, you should be walking off the field with your head between your hands. I mean, it's not even like that. So that wasn't after the, like the elimination game. They were, oh my God, we're devastated. I can't believe we got eliminated. But like, maybe if you cared more in the game you tied, you wouldn't have got eliminated. Yeah. Like, you can't just show up when you feel like it in international competition. Because you know who's showing up every fucking time? The goddamn underdog. Mm-hmm. Like, you officially became the team that thought you were better than you are. And when yeah. you play on a national scale, I mean, it just happened to Team USA Baseball. Like, they, uh, one of their youth teams, mm-hmm. they posted a score. It was like 50 or like 47 to nothing against like some small country's national team. Yeah. And people were like, I probably learned to play baseball six months ago. And people were like, why did you post this score? Because, like, I, we get it. You can't tell kids not to score. You can't tell kids not to hit. You can't tell kids not to run. Like, you don't want to tell them not to play the game or to just, like, bunt into outs because at some point, like, you still want to develop. You still want to get kids at bats. Like, mm-hmm. I get all that. And there's things that you can do to, like, Station to station. But at some point, like, I bases loaded. I hit a ball to the wall, and everyone moves up one base and stops there while the team, the other team is running, like, frantic to go get the ball and throw it in. And you're just like, call off the dogs. Just, like, at some point, that's as embarrassing as getting your ass kicked 43 nothing. Yeah. But then they come out, and they get blanked, like, 7 nothing by Japan. Yeah. And people are like, yeah, maybe we shouldn't celebrate beating uh, Croatia 43 nothing. Yeah. Just a thought. Yeah, maybe, I don't maybe, get it. Maybe Croatia shouldn't be in our pool. Yeah. <laughs> maybe. 
Yeah, it's just it's interesting the the way shit like that works. I just I don't get it. I, I think athletes just in general are paid way too much fucking money. See, you'll you'll never you'll never sell me on that one. Way too much money. That is that is athletes, not an argument you'll ever sell athletes, me on. Athletes, actors, actresses, famous people in general, they get paid way too much money. I've never needed one of those people in my life. So but here's the economics behind it. The people that you need don't work in multi billion dollar industries. Like so and I've I've had this argument before with like coworkers of mine. Um one of my coworkers was he was an, an army boy and he hates hates sports with a passion. Like to the point that like it strained a relationship with him and his son when his son wanted to play sports and he was like, You are not fucking playing sports ball, that's fucking stupid. <laughs> like that that was this dude's like philosophy in life. Good lord. And he must have been real fun at parties. You know, I'll tell you what, he was a, he was fun to work with. He was a funny dude, but like as soon as you started talking sports, like he was the dude that would just like turn the TV to max volume because he didn't want to hear you talk sports. Right. Like he was just particular with certain things and sports was very much one of them. But he sat there and he's like, he goes, Jaws, me and you can go throw a football in the parking lot for 60 minutes. Why should we be paid hundreds of millions of dollars to do it? I go, because they're not playing catch in a parking lot outside of a fucking jail. Like they're doing something that is not easy to do right for a multi-billion dollar industry and the better you are at it the more they pay you because they want more money like i go the like you talk about like the like we're talking about people who are in the point zero 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 one percentile of what they do and what they do is a billion dollar industry yeah that's why they get paid what they get paid and that's never going to change no i know so like I, just, I think that at some point like some of these contracts are getting like ridiculous and out of hand. But it's only going to go up. You're you're worth what people will pay you. Yeah. Like that's that that is exactly how business works unfortunately and like yeah, it sucks that like, you know, there are paramedics that are making $15 an hour. But being a, you know, being being a paramedic, not a billion dollar industry. Not for the paramedic. I mean, th- the person at the very, very top who owns the company probably does okay. He's probably not buying into a share of a pro sports team. Like, no. But he probably does okay. Yeah. But I like, get the same token. I mean, you know, most most paid firemen, like the, chief, like the fire chief, probably does okay. Probably talking six figures. Being a fire person, not a billion-dollar industry. Not a million-dollar industry. Very comfortable living, though. Right. And like, but again, he like, why is that guy not getting paid? Not signing a ten-year contract for three hundred fifty million dollars because the fire hall doesn't have it. Right. Like that, and like that. That's just what that boils down to. So, like, I you will never ever ever get me to to like to buy the the argument that athletes or actors or actresses or any famous person gets paid too much because you're worth what you're willing to like. You're worth what people will pay you. And that includes the pieces of shit that are just fucking famous for being dumbasses. Yeah. Like, but why Why is Jake Paul still boxing and a millionaire because of it? Because people fucking pay to watch him box. Yeah. For no fucking reason. Like, I really just want that motherfucker to box an actual fucking boxer. Yeah. He did once, and he got his ass beat. Yep. But no, he's got to keep, like... Retired he's, MMA he's fighters. 30 years old, and he's got to keep boxing, like late 30s to early early to mid 50s former MMA people who have never boxed before in their life. Yeah, they they did some boxing training as part of their MMA. But like, yeah, I mean, you saw it this past weekend. Yeah. Like Here's here's the D- thing. Diaz right Jake, off the bell went to shoot and was like, fuck, shit, I can't do that. I can't that. do that. Yeah. Like, you want to impress me, Jake Paul? Get in the fucking octagon with one of these guys. Yeah. Or I mean, how about Find a boxer in your heavyweight that's like a mid-level competitor. Yeah, like whatever weight class you're in, which I don't even know what weight class he fights. Probably, I'm, I'm assuming welterweight. He's probably know. about two two twenty. What weight class is Jake Paul? He's a cruiserweight. Oh, okay. So, um, or junior heavyweight. Let's see. Yeah, so it's 
Like I don't even I don't even need you to fight one of like the top ten ranked people in that weight class. No, give me give me a top twenty five. Give me the cruiserweight fighter. Give me the top twenty fifth, and see what you got. And like and okay, start there. Start at number twenty five. You beat him. You become twenty five. Go fight twenty four. Yeah. You beat him. You go like, and we'll find out how good you fucking are. Yeah. Like I. Yeah, because the only real boxer he fought is Tommy Fury. Yeah. Who's okay. Yeah. And Fury beat him. Yeah. Like, and we're not talking the good Fury. No. Like, we're not talking the Gypsy King. No. Can't say that. Like, fuck, it's his nickname. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and he's not from here, so he gives no fucks what you call him. Exactly. Oh, my God. But yeah, boxing like, is not... such a shit sport these days. Yeah, it may like it. It breaks my heart because like like my grandfather was a gold glove boxer. He was a light light heavyweight gold glove boxer. Yeah, he was a champion. Like he had a fucking championship belt buckle for winning the gold the New York State gold gloves, and that was when like boxers were fucking men. They were legitimate yeah. warriors. Like there were dudes who literally died in the ring trying to provide for their family by I mean, be- just doing the at, only thing they knew how to do. Just look at baby Joe Macy. Yeah. They literally had to tell him, you are like as an organization in the United States, we are not going to allow you to box anywhere, anytime for any reason. You've had too many concussions. <laughs> you going to die. You're going to die. Like, that dude was willing to kill himself, basically, to continue boxing and pro- provide for his family. Yeah. Like, I, and, and even then, I'm so like, you look through back in the days of Tyson and Frazier, Ali. Like, yeah. yeah. First off, you looked for the only boxing that you cared to talk about was the heavyweights. Mm-hmm. You wanted to see the big boys try to kill each other. Oh, and yeah. they did. They legitimately tried. Now, like, you get a heavyweight who wins a couple fights. Like, who was the dude that Fury fought? I don't watch boxing. Oh, my so God. I have no idea. You know who I do want to see step into the ring with Jake Paul or Logan Paul? Who's Jake, that? Jake. Since he loves fighting old retired dudes, get him in the ring with Butterbean. <laughs> Butterbean would kill him with one shot. I know. But he fits the category of old retired dude. I wonder what Butterbean looks like right now. I don't even know how old he is. He's what? He's probably got to be mid fifties. Oh, he's got to be older than that. You think? He's down over two hundred pounds. Is he really? Yeah. Two days ago, that was posted. He lost over two hundred pounds. Maybe he doesn't got enough oomph in his punch anymore. Holy shit, 200 yeah. pounds. Damn. Uh, Deontay Wilder was who I was thinking of. So, like, Deontay Wilder, he came up, and he he was a, he was a puncher, right? This dude had one of the most dangerous right hands in boxing in a long time. And he beat a bunch of nobodies. Mm-hmm. Like, there was really no contests, like, no, nothing crazy. And, like, all of a sudden, he, so like they, he fights Fury. And early in the rounds, he tags him with that right and puts him down. And you're like, oh, shit, this might be over. And Fury, like, no big deal after, like, he takes, like, he takes the five. He gets up, gets the standing eight. And all of a sudden, you just see him go. Yep. And he's fine. And you saw Wilder go, oh, fuck. Mm-hmm. Like, that dude just took my best. And he, like, an, a round later, he beat he boxed the brakes off of Deontay Wilder. Oh, like, absolutely. Like there, there were points and exchanges where like you just saw that Fury was a better boxer where he like just slip, 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 slip. And then he like pop, 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 pop. And he'd like back out and start like dancing and moving around and like yeah. rope dope. And like at one point he like, I mean, Tyson Fury is a, a, like a great, boxer to watch like it just always entertaining great yeah. always never a dull fight no because he's not just a, de- a defensive mastermind like uh like 
uh, Mayweather is. Yeah. Like, he just literally just avoid, 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 pop up and, and move. Avoid, yeah. avoid, avoid, pop up. Like, he'll go in and bang with you. And he went in and banged with him, got knocked down, and went, okay, now, now, now I'll start boxing. Yeah. And just tore the dude up. And, like, by the end of the fight, like, he's got blood on his gloves. He's, like, licking the blood off his gloves like a fucking lunatic. Psychotic. And Wilder was like, oh, I wore this, like, 70-pound, like, headdress thing to the ring. I couldn't really breathe. And I was, like, hot, sweaty, Excuses. and out of gas when I started the fight. So Excuses. They, so they went with round two. And he got beat worse. Mm-hmm. Because all of a sudden, like, oh, shit, now I have to train like a boxer. I can't just right-hand people in the face. Yeah. And, like, you could just tell, like, again, Tyson Fury was just a better boxer. Well, it's kind of like... And it's been boring ever since. It's kind of like back in the day with Kimbo Slice in UFC. Like, Kimbo Slice got famous and invited into, like, the ultimate fighter in UFC because he was doing just, like, street fights. Yeah, it was, like, street MMA. Just beating the brakes off of people. And then when he actually got invited into the UFC, like... He didn't do terrible, but he got the brakes beat off of him more often than not. Well, yeah, because when you're on the street and you're fighting dudes who maybe trained a little bit here or there, like, and like, that was the thing. He was like, he fought some cops, like, like legitimately like, Hey, like, no, like, I'm I'm not going to try any bullshit. Like, just come, let's do this. Like, and let's try to get people betting, making money. And he like legitimately beat some people and then he got in the ring with some people who know how to fight and who've been trained how to fight in the sport of MMA. Mm-hmm. And you don't, you can't just like pin the dude down and start wailing on him. Like there's rules you have to abide by. And when those rules constrict what you're good at, all of a sudden the stuff that they're good at matters a lot more. Yeah. Like, and that's what happened to Kimbo. And that, like, and that, I mean, even UFC went through that whole stint of like, yeah. f- like famous fight, like almost like celebrity boxing kind of thing. Like the Kimbo Slice Dada 5000 fight where like, yeah. they, they basically came out and said that Dada 5000 legitimately was like dead in the ring for about two minutes. And like, I, I think he, I think he died after the fight. Yeah. From like his brain stem was disconnected or something stupid. Yeah. But they, that's also why there's rules and regulations and shit, and why the original UFC, when it was really fun to watch, was banned in the U.S. for like 20 years. Yeah. Holy shit, yeah. The shit you used to be able to oh do in God. fucking UFC. No when, gro- no groin punches, no fish hooks. Yeah. When when they used to actually wear fucking geese in the ring and yeah, shit. Yeah, it was no weight classes, no gloves, unless you wanted to. Like, like yeah. so, like, if you, like, there was a dude who was a boxer... Who wore one boxing glove? Yeah, but like there was no there was no vetting either. Like there was some dude who came out and claimed he was some like world champion fighter, and people like like it was like early advent of the internet, and people were like, "Oh my god, this guy's oh like," and he fought like, oh what the, what's the dude's name? It's not it wasn't one of the Shamrocks. It was fucking. Um, Oh, this is gonna kill me. He's just this big badass with a mustache. Fuck, I'm so mad I can't think of his name right now. And he just beat the tar out of him. Yeah. Like one round. Like the dude came in through like like he had this like weird, like kind of goofy stance. He threw like one wild punch. The dude went in, wrapped him up, dropped him on his head, and just beat the shit out of him. And that was back when it was like, we're gonna let you go for a minute to make sure we know you're done. Yeah. And so you kind of watched it, got a little uncomfortable. There was also no weight classes back then. Yeah. It was come as you are. So you had dudes who well, were like. That was the point of it because like yeah. UFC started. It, it was, was it was basically like, all right. Who there's, is uh, there's, the ultimate there's fighter? all these different like calibers and types and styles of fighting. Yeah. Let's get people from all these different styles, put them in a fucking octagon, and we're going to determine what fighting style is the best. Yeah. And arguably, it's Brazilian jiu-jitsu. It's so. I mean, that's Brazilian jiu-jitsu. Like, jiu-jitsu the, is the one that has the most like wins and titles of fighters. It's actually not jiu-jitsu; it's wrestling. But that's a a, a perspective argument if you want to have that. But um, at the time, Gracie wrote the book on it because who like the for the most part, the people who entered those things mm-hmm. were. Mostly stand-up combatants. Yeah, you had a couple like wrestlers, but most wrestlers at that time weren't submission wrestling. No, so you had dudes who could wrestle for position, 
But the old school UFC, like you fought until someone was done. Like there, it was tap or it was snap, tap or nap. That was it. Yeah. Like that's the only way it ended. There was no like you were just, okay round. Let's do it again. Uh, okay, let's go, guys. Come on, let's keep going. Like there was no winner by decision. Like, no. Well, no, we're gonna fight until someone fucking loses. Yeah. And so like wrestlers struggled with that because no matter what type of wrestling you talk about, if you're a high school wrestler, college wrestler, Olympic wrestler, Roman Greco wrestler. There's no submissions. It's all yeah. about pins and points. Yeah. So there was no pins and points. So those dudes struggled. You didn't get like catch wrestlers coming into that because it wasn't their cup of tea. No. They were doing catch tournaments and grappling tournaments. So you had, you know, shoot fighters, you had karate guys, Muay Thai guys, you had boxers, you had street fighters, you had a couple capoeira guys, you had sumo dudes, sumo dudes, sambo dudes, like judo guys. And then the Gracies came in and said, we're going to take it to the ground and fucking dominate on the ground yeah and everyone went fuck yep and that's all that was that that's what that was the diff the main difference between brazilian jiu-jitsu and submission legitimate submission wrestling brazilian jiu-jitsu teaches you submissions but doesn't necessarily always teach you how to wrestle into those submissions yeah where your your proper submission catch wrestling teaches you how to wrestle and the reason it's called catch wrestling, it stands for catches, catch can, right? So the whole goal is to, I'm going to wrestle you and just try to dominate position until you give me something that I can fucking twist the wrong way and break it the fuck off. Yeah. Because like, is there a right way to do an armbar? Absolutely. But generally speaking, if I turn something away, it's not supposed to turn or I bend it away, it's not supposed to bend, you're going to tap. Yeah. So like, you can be fancy about it with all these fucking locks and shit. It's pretty simple. And the goal is to wrestle to a position until they hand you something you can twist or break. Mm -hmm. Like, more often than not, when you see guys, like, if you get a good core of wrestling, submission wrestling guys in into, like, a grappling tournament, generally speaking, they do a little bit better because they know how to wrestle as opposed to knowing just how to grab and twist things that, like, I don't know how to get. I could put you in an armbar, but I'm not sure how to get there kind of thing like hey i know where uh i know where the bar is but i don't know how to drive kind of deal i'm just looking it up right now um hang on is it oh yeah wrestling wrestling yeah yeah most ufc champions yep jujitsu's second though yeah, because it, like most of your fights are one on the ground. Yeah, but that's all. Like, and this and this will be my last little rant because we're out of time. Karate's here, only got one. Taekwondo's got two. Muay Thai's got four. Kickboxing six. Regular boxing twelve. And then seventeen for BJJ and twenty eight for wrestling. Yeah. Hmm. And it's because it's funny because BJJ got popular one because of the Gracies. Yeah. And then two, because when the UFC came back, you had guys like Rogan and um, what's the other idiot that is all over fucking talking? I have no idea. Dana White. Oh, Dana White, yeah. Like, all they do is, oh, it's BJJ, it's BJJ, it's BJJ. And they're like, you're talking about a wrestler. Yeah. Like, it's not his BJJ, he's wrestling. But, like, they talk about BJJ because that was the, oh, my, the Gracies, the Gracies, the Gracies, right? And that's just what that was. Well, it's because... They both trained Gracie Jiu-Jitsu. Right. And that's also, like, it drives me nuts because you'll get these martial arts and MMA places that'll sit there and be like, I I love it. I see it on social media. Come join our women's self-defense class. And you have somebody pulling guard. I'm like, pulling guard is not Mm self-defense. That is literally the position of please fuck me. (laughs) Like, if you're on the street and you're pulling guard, you're dumb as fuck. Women, ladies, common debaucherettes. If you are attending a self-defense class of any kind and it looks anything like a Brazilian jiu-jitsu or martial arts class, you are being sold ways to die. You are not putting an aggressor. ways to die. You are not putting an aggressor in an arm bar or a Kimura to save your life. Not with one fucking class. Not not even with, like, even well-trained masters. Should not be taking an aggr- like a, an aggressor to the ground 
in that situation. It is, unless you're Ronda Rousey, don't do that. Right. And even Ronda, again, probably shouldn't because odds are on the street, it, there's usually more than one. Yeah. So the second you put yourself on the ground, you basically said, I'm done. Uh-huh. <sighs> That's my rant for the day. I, I can't stand it. It drives me nuts. Here, you want you want a self-defense tip? Here, common debauchery tips. If you find yourself being attacked, get as savage and violent as you can. Wound them and run. Kick them in the balls. Eyes, necks, knees, and nuts. Things that no amount of muscle can protect. A thumb to the eye will slow down damn near anybody. Mm-hmm. Grab and kick them in the dick. Grab and twist. Grab his dick and twist! Right. Like, shot to the throat. Yeah. Like straight straight elbow, punch, head, anything. Right kidney. To the, Fucking pop him in the kidney. Something. Just like get as savage kidney. and disgusting as you can and run the fuck away as fast as you can. That is how you save your life. Yeah. Like if you try to pull guard or throw somebody, you're probably, again, dumb ways to die. But... All right, guys, that's going to wrap it up for this episode of Common Debauchery. Episode 115 is in the books. Oh, yeah. Shit. 115. I looked Damn. it up. <laughs> hey, buddy, thanks for joining me. Eh, I didn't have anything better to do. Yeah, and you almost forgot, you fuck. Well, I got busy <laughs> doing other things. I got busy doing nothing. Doing. I was playing Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah, sitting at home playing with your D. I get it. Sometimes you got to play with your D. I get it. All right, guys, thanks for tuning in. We'll catch you next time. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. I am the Nightmare. And I'm Rotten Jack. And this has been Common Debauchery. Common Debauchery is part of the BICBP Radio Network. Check us out online, BICBP-radio.com. You can tune in on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, the Amazon Music, or anywhere else you get your podcasts from. And you can follow us on social media, at Common Debauchery on Instagram and Common Debauchery on Facebook.